All right, here at DNVR, you guys know we're all about CBD and Green Roads. They're your one-stop shop for every type of CBD product you could possibly want. The cool thing about Green Roads is they're pharmacist founded, pharmacist formulated, so you know it's legit. They've got everything. CBD capsules, sleepy Z's, relax bears, CBD bath bombs, any type of CBD product you could want. Head to greenroads.com, pick out your items, and enter the code DNVR20 for 20% off. Again, use code DNVR20 at greenroads.com for 20% off. Trying to lift the vibes right now. Oh, look at that red banner. It's been a while. It's been a minute. (laughs) (laughs) What is up, everybody, and welcome into the Losers Lounge. What is up? What is up? What the hell? That what, will, what is up? One of the many questions to be asked tonight. A therapy, a much-needed therapy yeah, session is in store here. I'm, uh, emotions are high. You know, the smuggets have... Uh, losing has Woo. really... <laughs> it was a meltdown online today, man. I'm telling you, my mentions, nothing but horrible takes. Like, the worst takes. <laughs> the worst I'm, 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 like, fighting bad takes, but I'm really like, like why am I doing yeah, this? Yeah, oh, I try... I, there was one in particular that I was, like, responding. I'm like, what am I responding to this for? Like, what... <laughs> Yeah, like if you if you if you really are like like as upset as I'm saying on Twitter about this game, like basketball might might not be for you. Like you should probably get into. No, it's all right. Let the emotions. Out. Everybody, everybody gets a, you're everybody right. gets you're, the opportunity. You're, you're totally right. You you're say totally this all the time. You're this totally is the right. best way right. to feel emotional. Just you're, get them out there. Right. So you're right. keep you're sending right. them to you're me. Right. If I don't yes. respond, doesn't matter. It's you know, I'm, just get them out. Let it out. I sent out a big picture tweet at the end of this game and just got. Killed in my mentions. No, Absolutely Harrison, slaughtered. it's not okay. Uh, so Nuggets dropped one, and look, it was ugly. We're not sugarcoat this. It was there were some things that I think down. it was there were things that are I think very concerning about this one. Not the least of which was Jokic not closing the game for reasons we are yet to hear. Okay. Just about getting some rest, so they do have a, a, a back-to-back. Back. And let's be honest, when Jokic went out, there was more time than usual to pull your. But at the same time, my confidence level was at zero point one percent that the Nuggets were going to come back. So, so he went out at the four forty-one mark. Yeah, Nuggets were down by fourteen. Yeah, and it was like, it was like that. It was such a yeah. quick a 30, up 10, a thirty-one down to three Celtics. Run. Th- thirty-one to three run. Um, and we're gonna have to break down all of that. <laughs> what did we just watch? I know. Oh, the vibes were so good. I was feeling so good. When Jokic checked out in the third quarter, I, first of all, knew the bench was going to collapse. I just didn't think it was going to be that quickly. Right. And it was like, you know, feel good about this. You get that, you know, to come out, you come back in with, with Jokic, this or that. Um, well, that's how it was supposed to end. The bench was supposed to collapse. The right. Jokic right. was supposed to come back in but and like, win does, the game. Does that even count? As a collapse, like a collapse assumes that you were in a standing position. Like <laughs> That's so true. The, the bench, like they just were non-participants. They were traffic cars. Like they couldn't make or stop. It was so. I'll so tell strange. you the number one thing that really bothers me about this one is Los Angeles, New York, Boston. The three media machines, yeah, and my God, the takes I'm seeing on the timeline tonight from well, from reputable people that have MVP votes was like incredible. Did they not watch the game I watched? Well, probably not. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I mean, also, the people who cover the Celtics, there's a lot of MVP votes there. To a lot. Point. That's what I'm saying. It's like four or five. Yeah. 
And, and the um, takes I'm seeing from these people today, I was like, what on earth are we doing yeah, here, guys? Jason Tatum in the uh, MVP. Jokic at one point was the plus 18 when the team was down. I think when he checked back in, a plus 18 and right. the team is losing. And, and he'd only sat for, I think, eight minutes at that point. So whatever. Um, it whatever. just reminds you that the the, 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 <laughs> the, the world like, is very unfair. The, and yeah, the, of what it is that uh, we're actually up against. Like the Nuggets need literal perfection to be able to be in the good graces of the larger media. Totally. Right. I we to joke that Fraud City was a bygone era. Maybe it's not. Maybe we're just in our but like we're feeling so good inside the bubble. As soon as you poke your head yeah. out and people are like, Jokic is good, but Part of me hopes it's gone. Part of me hopes it's not. I'm kind of torn on it, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. All right, well, let's ask the big question. What went wrong tonight? Eric, I'll start with you. What, what went, what, if you could put one thing, though, one scapegoat, this is the thing. I mean, it's the bench. It's the bench unit. It's, it's J. Mike and Paul being in the game, but being just like adding absolutely zero to it. That bench unit having no chemistry of any kind. Uh, just directionless, rudderless. Like, I, they didn't at any point give me any feeling of like I knew what should be happening yeah. yeah, you know it was just like we were joking earlier because they were up so big that Malone has really earned the ability to have tinker time when it comes to the lineup but man he took it too far <laughs> he was tinkering too long well, I think one of the things you have to learn from success, just like you learn from failure. And Michael Malone's one guy that I don't know if it's superstition or what, but he doesn't like to change up too much if he if you're winning. Like it's working, we're going to stick with this thing. And look, that that lineup that they have gone to without a center with the two power forwards just is really it's really vulnerable. It's had a few good games, but it's really vulnerable. And tonight it didn't work it looked it was very clear it wasn't going to work in that first half yeah. second half you go back to it and it there's a lot of things you can point to nobody handled the, that collapse well but the fact that it happened was just so predictable I and mean, we were watching it i honestly thought denver's up 10 they come in i'm like probably going to be tied maybe denver's up two by the time Jokic yeah. comes in and it, unfortunately even that was overshooting it so i asked malone after that went over the spurs two days ago how he's gonna rotate through those three guys on the bench jermichael paul Millsap, and javel McG mcgee and he was pretty candid he said it's the toughest issue i'm facing right now it's Smaller like my tail. biggest dilemma and he pretty much said he's gonna experiment with those three see how different combinations work He's going to rest Paul Millsap on back-to-back, so I doubt Paul Millsap plays tomorrow against the Warriors. I bet that's a JaVale McGee, Michael Green night, and right. that's where I think Denver eventually settles on who those two backup bigs will be. Um, but at least based on what he said the other night, he's going to try to experiment with these three. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to get totally locked into a Jamichael Green, JaVale McGee pairing, even if that is the best duo, because... He wants to keep Millsap kind of in it a little bit, I think. And I think it's fair. Like, look, that second unit is going to be situational in the playoffs. There's going to be teams yeah. where you say we want to try this or that. The thing is, this is a tough criticism I'm going to level and maybe even a little bit of an unfair one. I don't think Michael Malone always re like guesses right about which lineup is the good lineup to put out, you know, in any given night. And tonight, like, I thought it was a weird one to not just go to to begin with, but also to stick with when it was so evident. I mean, it wasn't like the first half wasn't also a disaster. The first sure. half, they were just as bad as they were in the second half. Um, so I thought that one was a little bit concerning. Also, you only get, you know, I think 14 points total from your bench, most of those in garbage time at the end of the at the end of the game. So again, it's a lineup that just really struggles to score more than anything. I'll tell you another thing, though, that I'm concerned about, actually, and it wasn't concerned about it until the final minutes of the game. 
I've said this a lot. Jokic doesn't get respect. Like he he really has a hard time drawing fouls, and in this game in particular. But what is the thing teams can do that at least in the regular season always causes them a hard time? Bullshit physicality, and yeah. I say bullshit because it's not like. You know, we're just gonna play you. Tell this that it's like let's just push. We'll use it. We'll push the limits to see what can happen. And Jokic, early in the season, I thought handled it well. Increasingly so, he's not. And look, Jokic looked like prime Larry Bird tonight for three quarters. I mean, you could not find a flaw in his game tonight for three quarters. He comes back in, put Grant Williams on him. Grant Williams just constantly getting on him, and every single time he's getting frustrated and getting flustered. So. Um, Jokic, no surprise, our king of the game. He was dominant, but at there the were, same time, there weren't that many choices. To be honest. There weren't that many choices. There was really like him or Faku. I guess you could have your choices, but at the same time, I don't think he handled his emotions well in this game, and it's a growing thing. I think if you took the first forty-five games of the season and the last eight games of the season where they've been winning, Jokic is kind of starting to look like old Yoke emotionally. It's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, is like his emotional floor has raised to a point where i mean earlier last year we had a game where he didn't shoot the ball like it's not it's not like it was like he's do you do you feel like he was taken out of the game mentally in that fourth quarter the game was already out of hand like you have to imagine how frustrated he was playing a near perfect game for three quarters and have to come back into a comeback i mean he was taken out of the game in that we were looking to him to do absolutely everything yeah and yeah his you know what it is that we can expect of him is now like gotten to a point where it's like completely unfair yeah so i think it was i mean i was frustrated watching it i was no. i i don't know that Jokic necessarily, i mean he wasn't like oh yeah my emotional state was very volatile yeah, he, he wasn't like <laughs> Jokic wasn't making like like old dumb Jokic yeah. like foul trying to show people up he was just like what, yeah. what's going on here I, like, i've just got to think it's just everything building up the frustration with the officiating, the point in the season that the Nuggets are in. Tonight also seemed like they missed Jamal Murray the most out of all the games that he's missed. You could really feel that. And just the load that Yoke has to carry. I tweeted this out before the game, but he leads the NBA in touches, like, by a ton. And that's partly because he's played in every game, but he also leads the NBA in touches per game. So it's probably just the buildup of a lot of stuff, but it boiled over tonight. But but it's been boiling over. That's yeah. kind of, And that's kind of my point. Again, like... Jokic gets like an A minus, maybe a B plus for me, because that fourth quarter really was a, a, was tough, and a little bit of it falls on him. But he was so great through those three quarters. But totally. the the emotional part of this, when how when when does he need to click, kind of get sw- flip the switch and say, okay, now I've tried to make my point, I've gotten the tech on purpose. You know, Malone's gotten the tech. No, it's not working, guys. Like yeah. it's just not going to. When does he need to flip the switch back over to this is the burden I have to carry? Well, they got 20 games, well, 19, 19 games left now. It's a lot of games still. Okay. It, it's, it's a lot of games. I'd say, you know, in that 10 to 13 game range. Yeah. I, so he's got like five more games maybe to mess around. Really, really get emotional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get it all out of his system over but, his I mean, next The, the problem uh, five. Was for Jokicstein is just that no one else, like no one else was playing. Yeah. Faku was Faku was. Faku was, yeah. Faku was, he Michael, was the second best. That's sad to say. Michael Porter Jr. missed a thousand three-pointer. I haven't checked. He missed one thousand three-point shots. I want to move on to Michael Porter next because to me he's the second most interesting. Yeah, I just want to stick on the you. idea that it, that Jokic just looks around. He's like, any is are any of you? Any, yeah. Is anyone mm-hmm. else? 
It's look. It's a. <laughs> I think what we're getting at is Jokic has every right to be frustrated. There are some million reasons for him to be frustrated. Yeah, but, he but was, he was ninety-nine times out of a hundred, actually, I should say, what are we at? Fifty-three games. Maybe forty-eight out of fifty-three times this season that has not gotten to him. He's handled it and gotten the win, <laughs> and it well, just at least most recently. Uh, according to Jokic from Vote, Jokic on his frustration level, I was I was not much frustrated. Just a normal day for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. What, what do you think about the picture of him that I've seen going around on the bench? I assume it was right after you got subbed out with like four something left and kind of outside the huddle, not really with anybody. Bad look. Yeah. Bad look. Don't see that stuff from Jokic too often. Um I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a big deal either. I think that kind of stuff honestly happens more than people think. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's a, it's a bad look in the context. Though. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a thing that people that want to make a big deal sure. of it are going to make totally. a big deal of it. Like, I, I totally could see this leading. It, like, But we already saw Boston. Bo- this is what I'm talking about. Boston media is really, like, constructing a narrative around that those kinds of it, things. It happens, though. Like, the first time Jamal Murray subs out every game, he's sitting by himself on the bench. Right, right. While there's a huddle going on the also, floor. Like so it, it happens. Actually, I'll go ahead and say it full much ado about nothing. Sure. But What's, they're going to yeah. make a deal of it. I know. He well, was frustrated, though, tonight. I know. This despite is, what he tells us. This is one of those games, though, that we look. We just, like, in the pregame show, we were like, and that Raptors lost. Like, what the hell was that? Like, that is this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is this game. Like, they scored eight points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. As a team. Yeah. I do. Um, you know, the, the thing about physicality, though, is real. And look, in the playoffs, Yoke plays through that, I think. The only time he didn't was against the Lakers last year. And who was it that we had heard from somebody that said that, I think it was Dwight Howard and the Lakers said that, oh, Dwight Howard's in Jokic's head. And, yeah. and, and part of it's true. Like, let's be honest, he was. Because he was allowed to get so physical, it took Jokic out of the game. And that's why in that series in particular, he looked great in stretch, but he looked bad in stretches too. And I just think that the word that is the word on Jokic. Toe the line. You can get away with more than you can get against most guys. Because he doesn't get any calls. Because he doesn't get any calls. So just push it. And some totally. nights he's going to snap and you're going to get a 6 out of 15 from him. And... and he takes himself out of the game, uh, and I think that's a little bit what happened. But I have to say, to go kind of backwards, he was so great in the first three quarters. This is what's so frustrating about it. Those first three quarters, among the best I think he has had all year. And what's funny is he had 47 against the Celtics, I think forty. I think it was 47 or something like that, in the first matchup. They come out tonight, so clearly they wanted to like, hey, we got to like send different looks at him. Just picking him apart. A three-point first half, dominant. He, Absolutely dominant first in half. In the first quarter, he finished with zero points, five rebounds, five assists, and he was a plus 12, I think. Yeah. Absolutely surgical. And it felt like Jokic. You know, like every there, totally. Faku was great. Some guys knocked down shots. You know, yeah. everybody. But it was like Jokic is doing this. Yeah. Second yeah, quarter, man. too. Yeah. It, it, was the perf- it was the exact game he wanted to play, too. Yeah. Well, I, the most shocking thing to me is that not that the bench was a failure, not that we lost the lead. It's just that the starters came back in and could do nothing. Like after yeah. after that horrible bench stint when it was like, all right, fine. And then the starters were also a huge part of that eight points only in the fourth quarter. So that brings me to my second point here that I think is, you know, the Jokic is such an important player that we have to spend a lot of time. I'm sure the comments very upset about that. Uh, 
Uh, about criticizing the guy that was so these clearly takes. the takes, takes are really crazy. Oh my God, these takes. Do you miss it we're at all? Is there any the, part of you that we're not them? allowed to talk about the players because Malone put them in, but the players yeah. need to make baskets. We'll Malone. talk about we'll talk about Malone though. So we'll stupid. talk about Malone. We're not going to completely avoid Malone today. <laughs> um, Michael Porter though is the next one because here's the thing: he finishes under fifty percent for the first time uh, wow. since March second. So he went a nice run, and it was great. I felt this was brewing for the last few games. Michael Porter has been taking great shots and really fitting within the flow of the offense and cutting out some of the bad ones. Tonight, he had a lot of bad shots, I thought. And he missed almost all. I've had this on the list the other day where I was like, he went like 9 of 16. And I was like, but the of the of, or it was like 9 of 14. And I was like, of the five misses, four of them were just like bad shots. Totally, yeah. yeah. And you're like, what do you do? Like, you're, if you just don't do those, you're actually 9 of 10. And you probably get one or two more just by virtue of the ball moving. Um, tonight, I felt like the exact same thing. Why was he 9 of 23? Which, by the way, is not that bad. I mean, 1 of 12 from 3 is bad. But 9 of 23, not the worst to have for That's an off same night. same that Jason Tatum shot. Same as Jason Tatum. He goes 22, of 11, 22 points, 11 rebounds. But... I thought he had a lot of shots tonight that were just, thir- as George Carl would say, thirsty shots. And totally. So thirsty. And maybe you needed a night like this with a loss to be, well, there's, it's a back-to-back, so I don't know if there will be film room. But I hope that one of the coaches is like, hey, what about this one? What do you think about this shot here? Not one we need. Yeah. What about this one here? You take a dribble, pump fake, your feet aren't set, you twist in the air for 20 feet. You know, because this was one where I do feel like it's been growing, but he's been making. Rain it back in and say, hey, here's your ticket, man. You're getting 20, 22 points a game right now off of good looks. Sure. Cut out the bad ones, and that's what people are talking about. Yeah, when he's in his Clay Thompson mode, just catch and shoots, uh, coming off Jokic, DHOs, one dribble shots, getting to the rim, cutting and finishing, that's when he's at his best. That's when he's at his most efficient. And he, to your point, had a lot of shots tonight that were so just like, thirsty. this This isn't Nuggets basketball. Right, no, like, right. this, this isn't what this offense is no, designed no, they, to get. It, this isn't basketball like, yeah this is, just, this is just like playing this horse. is boston celtics basketball <laughs> yeah yeah uh i mean jamal murray coming back into the lineup the starting lineup like changes that entirely like they the ball just goes to murray you know like the ball goes to like murray has the ability i mean we didn't see him jacking up this number of shots and feeling just having right. the light be so it's a blindingly trend. brilliant green because murray's not in right because there are more shots to be had and he's like okay cool i'll take them all Right, but part of it is it's. I don't mind him honestly. Like twenty three shots for Michael Porter, I'm cool with it. Me too. If yeah. they're good shots Me and too. he can find them, what it is is he's got to learn. If you want to call your own number, I've tried to explain to so many different times on the list and on different notebook pods or whatever. You can call your own number within the flow of the offense, and you can call your own number without the flow outside of the flow of the offense. And he needs to learn to call his own number within the flow of the offense a lot more. And I just think he, he hasn't learned that. One of the ways, I put this on Twitter yesterday, one of the ways he can call it, that DHO game with, with Jokic, for him, actually can be unstoppable because he elevates so high on his jumper. If you get a screen and you come off it and just go right into your jumper, either they jump to try to contest it and somehow made a miraculous recovery, then you just pass it back to Jokic and then run back off at the yeah, other yeah, direction, yeah, yeah. and it works. Um, so he has certain things he can do that, like, hey, I'm feeling good. Let me take a shot. You can do it. And tell me if you agree with this, Harrison. I felt like him taking and missing those bad shots tonight actually led to him missing his good shots because when you miss four or five in a row off of really dumb looks all of a sudden you're wide open from three and you're like ah man i don't know i'm cold totally no you're not you you just took bad shots you start pressing a little bit yeah you're like yeah i i I don't know if you saw at a certain point like after he missed one and i think maybe it went to timeout he like looked up and really looked pained like what is going on like i mean there seemed to be maybe maybe nothing maybe it's something like when he 
had that dunk that he powered into the rim. It, it seemed like he hurt his hand a little bit. Yeah, and it then did. he didn't seem to make any baskets after that. So he was one of three from three when he had that dunk, and I I agree. I thought like he banged his hand a little. So he was zero of nine from three. After wow, that. is that true? Yeah, he started one of three from three, and then he was 0-9 from three after that dunk. That's a little concerning, man, because you're right. He did reach yeah. for it or whatever. And then he had the other play where we thought he was injured, but he was really just tying his shoe and tried yeah. to get him for the rebound. So, so crazy. Um, you know, you go around. I thought Composite tonight really did a great yeah. job of, of running with that starting unit, and I haven't thought that very much recently. In fact, no. I kind of haven't liked him there, but he had a very nice chemistry with Jokic tonight. He had a very nice chemistry just running that unit and getting good looks. I mean... That first unit through three quarters was getting everything that they wanted. Also, everything changes for Faku if he's hitting open threes. Three for three from three, man. Three if he's three, going man. three or three from three, yes, then he's a guy you can play 30 minutes a game. He looked great. Faku looked great tonight. Yeah. He was really engaged. He was making a lot of good plays. I mean, it wasn't just his shooting, but you're right. Like That really is the difference when between a good Faku game and a bad Faku game. is like If he's able to personally add to the score... That's when we're always like, okay, all right. You guys want to know one really good thing that happened tonight <laughs> in this game? It's already yeah, voting time. That, we got to work on, that, work on that graphic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Do you guys? Uh, <laughs> I kind of like it though, Kale. It's great work. Uh, you guys will we look gotta, forward no, to we, that. We got to work on really that. Really good. <laughs> it looks like a, the, the man in the mask. Kind of like it. Um, one thing. We'll go to break here. But one thing that was great about this one. We won a lot of money on Jokic, Jokic triple double yeah. odds boost, baby. We made told up. you. Yeah, that was a we good one. We also know that time itself is not stopped because the Jokic assist overhead. It was almost an epic uh, Sombor double, though. It was almost it was an almost epic a, double. With only I mean, nine points. He was sitting on nine rebounds since the end of the third quarter and then <laughs> didn't finish the game. That's true. Even the assist hitting ten and a half, he only ends up getting one more. So it was, <laughs> we had to sweat that one out. All right, let's hit a break. On the other side, though, we'll talk a little bit more about the bench. Michael Malone's culpability. Did he get out coached by his nemesis, Brad Stevens? Did he get out coached? He did. Yeah, he did. I think he did he tonight. Did, he did. He totally I think did. he's not going to feel good about that. He totally did. All right, guys, make sure to pick up some uh, Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. Uh, it's hard to miss. It's got that Skyline Blue Nuggets can with the Nuggets logo. We drink it at the bar all the time during Nuggets games. It's pretty light, easy to drink, perfect for any occasion. Sunday afternoon at uh, City Park yeah, a at the DNVR bar. Session, uh, yeah, after the a post-game therapy session. <laughs> Pick it up from Breck Brew, the farmhouse. You can get it at your local liquor store as well. Um, also, guys, we, you've seen those uh, Jokic for MVP shirts that we've worn on the show, and those things might be worth a pretty penny in years down the line. <laughs> so that true. might be a, a valuable a piece of clothing. shirt, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you want one of those, super comfortable, you can get them in white, you can get them in gray, uh, you can get them short sleeve, you can get them in long sleeve. Go to JokicForMVP.com. The Colorado Hawks are the people behind those shirts. If you're not familiar with them, they're a uh, youth sports organization which helps kids play sports here in Colorado at a really high level. They've never turned away an athlete due to cost. Uh, so it's awesome what they do in the community. Uh, they've got a, a lot of alumni, particularly in basketball, who are playing in college, coaching in college. So. Uh, check them out, and you can get that Jokic for MVP shirt at JokicForMVP.com. All right, back, good. back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast and live show, Losers Lounge here. Don't forget, this is always it's always a podcast as well. So, um, you know, this week I think we're actually going to start having live shows for non-game days. We got Love games it. on Monday, Wednesday, and 
might be Saturday this week. I can't remember. I think there's a two-day break somewhere in here. Mm. But on off days, keep your eyes peeled because we will be back up and running with some guests in studio, which I'm excited about. Um, so let's talk about Michael Malone and just where what culpability you feel like he has in this one. I'll, I'll say we talked a little bit about it, about the two-power forward lineup. Trying to tinker is one thing. I think... I really do think, though, this line, you just think about conceptually what makes sense for it. You have to have a player that puts pressure on the rim. You just have to, whether it's through rebounding, the dunker spot, or pick and roll, rolling to the basket, and neither Millsap nor Jermichael Green can do that. They, As evidenced by the fact that they tried to post up Jermichael Green a few times tonight, they were disastrous every time they did. Do you feel, Eric, that Malone carries some, some responsibility oh, for this one? Without question. I mean, there, there, there's no question that Malone did not i mean he, he just thought he had a longer leash on his uh experimentation than he actually did i mean clearly jamichael green and Millsap are not meant to play together it's just it's it's clear it's obvious um i think that he wanted it he wants it to work because both of those players are good independently and he wants to have both of those players in the game it's just we don't have enough minutes and yeah. that's sort of the difficulty with having a team that has had that has so many similar pieces that are all quality players like those two are so similar they're so similar yeah they make sense like spelling one another like but together it just it doesn't work and you know clearly that was that, that we saw that it's tough because you know when, if you're talking about experimentation just in general the concept of experimentation to go away from it so quickly doesn't give any chance for success ever like you you want to be patient about things and not just be reactionary but i mean he he, he stuck with it too long he, yeah. he absolutely did yeah, so on the season nuggets have a negative 4.1 net rating with Millsap and jamichael green on the floor just under 100 minutes so decent amount of minutes 99.5 offensive rating and that offensive rating is the thing that like the defense whatever that's actually really good defense you get from that unit. Yeah, 103.6 defensive rate. But the offense, I mean, I'm, we're watching stretches tonight where you're just like, there are no Hoper possessions. There are possessions no. where you're just like... 99.5 right, well, offensive rating on arguably the best offense in the league. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but I, I just got to say, like, over the last couple years, I just have really come to hate criticizing coaches for their rotations and substitutions it's and game strategy. I hate doing it, so I don't do it a lot. Um, it seems like it doesn't work. I think eventually they settle on a Green-McGee pairing. Um, I'm not going to say like it's the absolute end of the world if those two are on the court together. It's bad. It was really bad tonight. It was horrible. But tonight. I mean... I, I, I just don't want to like go all the way there. Last year, not playing Jeremy Grant at small forward practically all season, and then him being basically you know the starting yeah. small forward. I mean, it that's a criticism of his of how he handles the bench. Do you feel like that's not fair? Do you feel like maybe you're kind of making a repeat again? I think going forward is the time where you really start to try to figure out what works. So there is maybe a little bit of a watershed moment. Now let's see how you adjust. But do you feel like we could be running into a similar thing where it's. Hey, what are you going to be playing in the playoffs? Start getting to that. Yeah, eventually you do want to get to that, but you've got time. You got 19 games left, man. Yeah. And I think there's probably a part of this where Malone doesn't want Millsap checking out might be the wrong word, but he wants to keep him in rhythm. Absolutely. He, he wants to keep him engaged. And you know, maybe there's a time these playoffs when they need Paul Millsap. So yeah. 
I don't think it's the end of the world that Paul Millsap is still getting some run. I don't. It's not the best combo. I, I don't think that's where they end the season. Um, but I just don't think it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Uh, did you like Zeke Naji today getting minutes at small forward? Um, I mean, I. It's difficult. Like, I, w- w- what does our ideal lineup look like for that bench? Like, I mean, is it? Is oh, that's this is part of it. The ingredients like, aren't really there, especially with Murray out. That's what I mean. Like, Murray being out throws things into a weird place because then you move Faku up. Typically, Faku would have been a, a uh, part of the yeah. bench unit, and then maybe. Will moves over to the three. Like so, I Naji think I, gets bumped out. Like I think that. I have a lineup that I like with it. Okay, you go with the, your staples are Monte, uh, Jamichael Green, and Javale McGee because I really do think having a pick and roll rim roller, especially for Monte, or if you slide Faku in there, you know Faku works there as well. I think the other two pieces are a little bit interchangeable, but I think that Dozier is the guy I would most often go to with Amante. And then the three, to me, is a combination of Barton and MPJ. You might even run it MPJ in the first half, Barton in the second half, where because you always stagger a little bit, Mm -hmm. and give them one score, one guy that you feel like can knock down shots and gets to be a little bit higher usage player. Both of those guys, I think, want it. And with those lineups, you could probably get away from it. So... Um, you know, tonight they did play Barton with that with that unit in the second. It didn't really work, but yeah. they didn't have a rim roller in there. They again, they had just such a stagnant, easy to defend lineup that it just kills me. I but like getting Najee some run though. I, I mean, do too. I do too. He deserves it, and it, it sucks that he's in this situation because I, I think Najee's really good. I, I think he's already a, a rotation caliber guy, even on a really good team like the Nuggets. Um, and the fact that what happened at the trade deadline pushed him further down the rotation, even though he's been great for a rookie. So I, I, I'm very cool with him getting some See, runs. This, this is like where we get into these conversations of a single game versus the larger arc of a season and the larger arc of players' careers where, yeah, you, you do want to keep guys engaged. It is important to think about not just today, but what comes next. Like, Well, this is where Malone really shines, I this feel. This is absolutely mm-hmm. – and, and it does get frustrating in the moment because – I agree. Like that bench unit, the bench unit was so unbelievably terrible that you're just like, why you can't play these guys together? It's just not working. But it does speak to the idea of like, okay, this is a game where we were out ahead. Like Paul Millsap, Paul Millsap should be getting minutes. Like uh, Zeke Naji should be getting. These guys should be getting minutes. It's a it's a delicate balancing act, and it just it, it just didn't work today. It just didn't work today because that. That third and fourth quarter were just – that fourth quarter is the worst thing I've ever seen. It was so bad. <laughs> the fourth quarter? The fourth quarter. When they yeah, the third quarter points. was good other than the last, like, minute of it. No, the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. The fourth yeah. quarter where just regard, – like, it didn't matter who Malone put in. Nobody could make baskets. Like, yeah. it, 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 it's the, starters, the starters couldn't make it. Like, it just didn't, make, it didn't matter. Going into tomorrow night's game, you know, what is – what? how do you feel like the Nuggets should feel, you know – Kick this one under the fridge. Like, what do you what do you do? Get to Golden State, yeah. and now you got a Golden State game on national television. Whatever. Like, yes. The, the, to, I, what is the lesson from today's game that they are supposed to be burdened by? And, and like, it's just that that bench unit didn't work, right? I think there's lessons from it. One, Michael Porter needs to understand where his efficiency comes yeah, from. It comes from smart. In. He's got to take it back a little bit. Um, you know, you the, the bench unit. Maybe you learn a little bit about what what does and doesn't work. I think a little bit of this is also with Jokic frustration. You know, one of the things I've thought about him was he has gotten frustrated in the first three quarters of games, 
and to where you felt like maybe it takes him out. Comes in the fourth quarter, locks, locks in, in. Mm-hmm. locks in. It was the opposite tonight. He was locked, locked in all out. game, comes back in, and he was like, <laughs> I mean, he didn't even run back on defense after his misses in the post or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's a frustrating one. It is weird. You win eight games in a row, and then it's like losses hurt worse. Oh, complete. I totally. mean, this is like we're looking at the. I mean, the, I'm, I'm, people are looking at this because of the tr- what we had going into it. Like, this is an ultimate indictment of the Nuggets in certain degrees, and it's like, dudes, come on, like, come on, <laughs> come on bros, you got like you can't you can't lose your head this much. Like, losses like this happen sometimes where something just doesn't work, and you're playing another. National Basketball Association team with really good players. My, it's my, my favorite take is I see it on the timeline from the usual suspects, the same people that always just have the negative slant for everything. Yeah. So it was like, I, what was it? It was the Toronto loss. Like, good teams don't lose games yeah. to teams they're better than. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, meanwhile, Literally like, every team loses yeah, games yeah. where you're the like, Brooklyn, what? This is the NBA. The Brooklyn, this is in the NFL where, yeah, like there's only 16 the games. The Brooklyn Nets lost with Kevin Durant back to the bench of the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's over, right. That's right. Over yeah. 20 points. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Good teams don't do that, Eric. Real <laughs> winners, real <laughs> champions don't. And it's the same with like a game like tonight. They were up by so much. Real teams don't lose lose a this big happens, lead. Like they don't man. fold. It, just, it does just happen. Once or it twice sucks. a year to every team. You know what? I'm already over it. Yeah. Already over. It's all tough. What the, this is why you come. <laughs> you work it out. Like you realize, like, you know, I had some bad thoughts. Now they're gone. You just did uh, therapy session i'll say another another moment i didn't like in this game at all at the very end game's already out of hand so maybe it didn't matter aaron gordon gets down into his predator stance out on jason tatum proceeds to get blown by and dunked on (laughs) you think like man this guy i mean you didn't you couldn't expect him to keep up the defensive intensity and execution that he had in the first few games but it did suck to see him yeah dunked on (laughs) i gotta say gordon's defense these last two games it's fallen off it's fallen off a step there's a little bit of a decline but again he was playing playoff defense right his first few right. games he got here and he's like i'm gonna make an incredible impression That's and, he he did. Did. and he did yeah. and he did and he did i'm curious on porter okay 24 hours from now they've got another game on national tv against the warriors is he at a point in his career where he can look at what he did tonight and say i did not play within the offense i didn't play the style that got me you know that had me shooting above 50 percent for the last 20 games is he at a point in his career where he can recognize that, do you think? I do. I, I, only in that I saw him physically pained, realizing that he was just, like, not playing well, yeah. not doing the right things. Because like, I wonder if, you know, tomorrow night he comes out and he's super aggressive with his shot because he's coming off a really bad game, or he just looks to fit back into the flow because he recognized that he wasn't in the flow tonight. Well, I, I feel like Jamal's going to play it next game and it's going to maybe just going yeah. to naturally take advantage i mean there's I, I just think there's no universe that michael porter jr shoots 11 three-pointers when jamal murray's on the floor yeah probably not yeah probably not maybe i uh, one thing i will say is michael porter as much as i do think you know his shot was missing tonight i don't think he's going to be a guy that you have to like encourage to shoot the ball nope. <laughs> like I think, he the fact that he went one for 12 what did kobe always say is something like you know, I don't like to see a guy when he goes like 0 of 6. That tells me you stop shooting or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'd rather go 1 for 20 <laughs> than 0 for 6. And I think Michael Porter is definitely cut from that cloth of oh, like absolutely. 1 of 12. I'm about to be 2 of 13, baby. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited for tomorrow night. 
just see how they bounce back. Man, you, Brendan Vote will be joining us live from Ball Arena. He might drive all the way over here <laughs> and, and get here, though. He's he apparently only Jokic and Malone have talked, and we're they're just waiting. I think I heard this about Carmelo back in the day that when Carmelo, everybody had to wait for him, you know, obviously to talk to, and he was always an hour, an and hour. he would always show up to the locker room and like lotion and sit, look at the you know, like it just like everybody had to be like. <laughs> Well, I got five minutes well, for my deadline. That's actually a takeaway from uh, Aaron Gordon's first six or seven games in This Denver. is what I'm saying. I know He's who another Will on. Barton. Yeah. He, he, those are two guys that always take their time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to. Oh, actually, the biggest storyline that we didn't get to tonight. Oh, God. I know where you're Nuggets. going. Seven and zero in the cornrows yeah. era for Mike for, oh, for Aaron Gordon. Zero oh. and one in the Afro be, era. What is going on, Eric? It, it has to be discussed. It I can't, can't believe we, <laughs> did, we took this long it has to get to here. Be discussed. Listen, I mean, I clearly it's an aerodynamics issue. There's just really yeah. no other way. Oh, that's a great point. He's he's slower. His head won't t- tilt around. He's getting blown by, Aaron. It doesn't look bad, but I mean, do you want to win? <laughs> <laughs> I am so anti-fro. I'm you are? See, it, I like it on Jared Allen. Well, it, it, I like it on Dr. It J. Just remind, it just reminds me of the Orlando Magic. Yeah, that's just it. Wow. And I, I, I said like. You think he wasn't feeling it today? That's why you think that's what happens? You might have been in Orlando Magic. It's a depression. Wow. It's, a, it's a depression fro. He was in Orlando. He just let his hair grow. Like yeah. the rest of us during quarantine. Like, who cares? Right? <laughs> let it grow. Aaron. We care. We care. We need you back. Buddy. You let us down tonight with <laughs> not with your play. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, with your but hair. With your hair. <laughs> Everybody's got to clean it up. Mike, Mike's got to lock back in. Uh, Aaron well, Gordon's got to. Don't. Clean I it mean, up don't take. Don't consider that the we need to lock it in. And take is coming from new pro sweatpants. Harrison. <laughs> what are some of your favorite iconic hairs, Eric, in the NBA? Oh. My favorite. I, I really liked Kobe Fro. Kobe, like, it wasn't, mm. you know, just the wooden Fro. Yeah, but it wasn't like that, you know, it was yeah. like his own Kobe it Fro. It was his own thing. I do, I like, uh, I do like the trend. See, um, Colin Sexton has what should be a good haircut, but he goes yeah, you're right. too far with it. You're right. He He's puts, taking it too far. You're right. It's like when, it would be an awesome, perfect haircut. I like, I like that, 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 like, jutting. Uh, hair going up, but his is too long. Rat tail, you're out. But I, I, I like the style. The, yeah. To me, that's the that is the current style in the NBA that I appreciate and enjoy. What was the big guy? Cayman, uh, Chris Cayman, worst hair. Oh, they, he had some dude, of the worst hair. He there just, like, he just some, had a, b- a bad chromatic. Some of my look. favorite hair was uh, what Dirk and like Pau Gasol used to do. They used to have it really short at the beginning of the season and, just and let then it let it grow out. And then by the time the playoffs roll around, they've just got. So much sauce. <laughs> it's like incredible. Oh yeah, get it to I was gonna I was gonna mention Rick Fox's hair. He had very interesting he had like very good like dad hair. Well Rick Fox is just like a uh, romance novel cover. So everything about <laughs> it's him so is like true. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Super chat coming in. I can't read that for you guys, my eyes. Says how much of the uh, cognitive dissonance is based on how they're actually performing versus the Absolute minimal margin for error in the West. Well, that's a, a lot of big a, words in that. I know. Yeah, well, that's well, a great, very well, where very well crafted sense. Yeah, um, I think um, you know, there's certainly something to be said for how tiny the margin of error because people keep sending this to me. Like, I'm like, man, I'm, I've never been higher on the Nuggets. This team makes sense. This or that, and they're like, you think they're coming out of the West? I'm like, geez, I don't know. Like, every series yeah. is going to be like a freaking dogfight. I mean, like literally every single one. It's so true. I mean. Um, 
I just I don't like that we're talking about like the Nuggets problems right now. It's like I just feel the dissonance is that had today never happened. I mean, we were the Smuggets like uh, two hours ago. <laughs> Nothing. But the question isn't about that. The question is about just like well, th- sure, but you you have like, a little bit of of a bad run, and all of a sudden you lose. Right, but it's like the the diff, the dissonance being like how they're performing, which is bad, based on how good the West is, which is that's the, I'm saying like they're not bad. There's I don't I don't there, to me there's no dissonance. They're like, eight and two in their last ten. The Clippers, the Suns, and the Jazz are all, all also eight and two in their right. last ten. No, it's I mean if you're that's asking crazy. me like are they better than those other players in the West? Like I think so. I really do think so. I. I I don't think that. I mean, it's difficult to look at a game today and, and say like they're missing their second best player, yeah, and they don't perform that well. It's like okay, you know that nobody likes that as an excuse, but that people, the d- different people in the game, produce different results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we hit? Our, let's hit our last break here. Brendan Vote should be on the other side shortly. Um, one thing I do like while we go to break and you're listening to Harrison's beautiful ad reads. I highly recommend you Google image search Rick Fox hair. <laughs> just, just a good, it's a good. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's right gorgeous. Now. It's not just beautiful. It's also interesting. There's, there's so many different eras. <laughs> so many Whoa. different genres. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure to hit up Green Mountain Dental Group if you're looking for a place to get dental work done. A lot of us here at DNVR go there. Uh, some of us have gotten a, uh, our wisdom teeth out there, cavities filled, cleanings. Uh, if you schedule a cleaning x-ray exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush, top line electric toothbrush. Uh, so check them out today, located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Also, if you're looking for uh, a hookup for coffee, check out Strava Craft Coffee. Make the switch from Starbucks to Strava Craft Coffee. Easiest switch I, I've ever made in my life. Easiest switch. Uh, Strava Craft Coffee has CBD. It's been known to help cure long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, tons of other aches and pains that you might have. Uh, You can get it delivered every two, four, six, or eight weeks and uh, 20% off with the code DNVR20. If you're a first-time customer, use the code DNVR25 for 25% off. Well, how do you drink your coffee? What's that? How do you drink your coffee? Like you're saying hot or cold? Just everything? Like you're going to make a coffee. What? How's it go? Um, hot usually. Whoa. With uh, it's a tiny bit of cream bro- or uh, oat hot? milk. Hot is like oat milk. I should have guessed this one. Yeah. Actually, hot, Boulder. Hot is, Boulder coming oat in hot milk here. Is legit, man. Pragmatic with very <laughs> healthy. You've never tried oat milk? Great <laughs> alternative to uh, dude. Regular but but milk. hot coffee is such a throwback. Ice coffee. Nobody drink. I drink hot coffee. You do. Although it's There's starting to get warm out. There's nothing better than a hot cup of coffee in the. You morning. know what's better than that? A- cold cup of coffee in the morning <laughs> and nah. iced coffee i drink iced coffee every day nah. of the year uh it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me at a certain point <laughs> i realized that i was i could make iced coffee at home and my and i feel like i uh unlocked a cheat code in life. Huh. there you go <laughs> somewhere around the end of may is when i usually make the switch from mostly hot to mostly iced coffee end of may yeah oh wow like so, summertime kind of vibe oh all right yeah, there you the go iced coffee um also guys uh, you're probably paying too much right now for your car and home insurance. Uh, so check out Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com. It stands for Get a Better Insurance. G-A-B-I dot com slash DNVR. Make sure you have that slash DNVR in there. What it is, is it's a website that 
pretty much tells you how you can save money on car and home insurance. You plug in all your info and Gabby runs it against tons of other providers, progressive nationwide travelers. Uh, they'll tell you how much money you can save by switching a certain insurance. Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. Also, they'll never sell your info, so you won't be getting any of those annoying robocalls. Again, GABI.com. It stands for Get a Better Insurance, Gabby.com slash DNVR. AJ and Ruto, we got our we got our abs guys here. When the team loses, do people just bombard you with downvotes and stuff? Is it constantly yeah? Yeah. 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 Every single time, yeah, it just it's just happens, and then today it's like it's like we wrong them, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm giving you guys a down vote for how the Nuggets played today. Oh, look at your hair! People, people want wanted see, it. Asking, has wow. anyone seen Derek's hair? Here's my hair. This is a momentous occasion. <laughs> wow. this Are you is always a, wearing a, a landmark hat? moment? Yeah, I've worn a hat every day of my life because right. I like hats. Oh, there you go. I like hats. <laughs> hat guy. All right, I'm we got a couple. We got a couple minutes to. Oh, I see oat milk plus one in, in the chat here. We got Thank a couple you. minutes to, to uh, kill here before vote joins us. Uh, Kel, keep your eye out for some good Nuggets questions if they come in. Super chats, obviously, to the top. Uh, anything else? Tomorrow night, Golden State Warriors bounce back. Do you expect Jamal Murray to rejoin the team, Harrison? I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Um, he said he's back. Um, <laughs> he did say he's back. I guess he's could be coming back tomorrow. And uh, it, it definitely would make sense to bring him back, not on the first night of a back-to-back. That would make sense. Yeah. Uh, Denver needed him tonight. T- t- I felt like tonight you really noticed just how big of an absence that was, more so than the other three games he's missed. And uh, look, he's going against Steph Curry. Steph Curry, his favorite player in the league. Maybe it could be a big, uh, big showing. It could be. It's national television as yeah. well. Eric, do you feel like Jokic could use a night off? Yes. Emotionally. I mean, listen, I'm, again, like, just if I'm basing it off of the human beings here in the chat, like, so, yeah, hey, hey, hey. score. Um, it's t- Who was it? it, it it's taxing. It's Andre Barakowski. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been anybody else. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, like, it's a long season. <laughs> yeah, I feel like best best player to come to Colorado in two years, any sport, any sport, easily. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Jokic needs a night off. We need a night off. Like, after, you know, a performance like this or just a game like this where things don't really make sense and you have to talk a lot of what happened up to literally emotional, um, yeah. you know, reasons. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind that he, if he got a day off. Although Jokic is such a battle tank, like I, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think he actually needs one. But I, I wonder if, if they can one. convince him to take a night off. Maybe because that's another ingredient to this. I'm sure they would be cool with him resting, for, or having rested for some of these games in the past. But he you're in want jail. To. You're <laughs> voting you're time. Jail. You phoned that one. In. I get. I didn't make it. Freaking kill me. Not the graphic. The 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 term. I feel like we're voting time. What would you rather have? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I thought it was clever. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm if I had known it was we're gonna workshop that one later. Maybe like in the voting booth or something like that. I don't know. I am here though. You are here. Vote is here, and he just got off with what I can only guess. Let me guess. Malone, not happy? Yeah, not quite as uh, – more short, I think, than angry. Just okay. trying to get trying to get that thing done. Um, I will say right away my favorite Malone quote was, the best part about the NBA is got a game tomorrow, chance to write the ship. It is what it I've is. I've heard that but, one before. <laughs> is, that, is that like a page out of Bud Black's? Uh, 
Um, but I'll go right to what I think a lot of you want to know about. Um, specifically, Michael Malone taking Nikola Jokic out at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. And Malone said, quote, we're in the middle of six games in nine days. We yeah. play again tomorrow night. Weren't getting much traction, meeting that group on the floor. Um, went on to say went on to say he gets frustrated with the referees, and you can understand that. Uh, but that can never take you away from your duty as a basketball player. Yeah. Having said all of that, Malone clarified at the end and Ooh. said most of this decision was about getting him some rest. I think he's uh, – th- this is spot on. I mean, Adam, Michael Malone. Handshake <laughs> meme. Two peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. Same yeah. take. Oh, I just love, like, we're watching right now hockey with a fight. And I just, it just what never you, fails to, like, amaze me that this I is the part in, of the I sport. I want this in basketball. Like, when the, who, the, who's the second oh. unit is just, it can't right. make it happen. They whose value would be up the most? Faco and just beat up Jason Tatum. Which nuggets? Oh, Faco. I would love to see Faco in all these fights, man. He would, if it was allowed, people would seek it out. He would definitely, like, Try to go for a leg. Like if they if they could just like kick off their sneakers the same way that the Avs guys drop their gloves to, yeah. just to, to signify it's fight time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just gloves right at the right at the scores table. Like you run to grab the gloves. Immediately just untucks his jersey. Um, um, we're we're all over the place. Sorry, that was too cool. Uh, and then a classic classic Jokic going left when Malone goes right. We'll go to Jokic. And here's Jokic on his quote frustration level, unquote. I was not much frustrated. It was a normal day for me. Yeah. <laughs> Just another day in the office. Um, I was much frustrated. He, he seemed much frustrated to me. <laughs> um, I was going to say. Maybe his point is that he's frustrated every day this <laughs> yeah, season. I think, I think that's it. Um, the lie detector says that was a lie. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Malone was right. Obviously, we've hit on this in this show that we've been building to this point. I want to be clear. Like, I want to stop short of calling this a problem right before it is one. But I guess, like, if you're just looking for any way that the MVP could be better, right, this is, like, one way. And it's, you know, it's understandable. I also think Jokic's attitude is understandable. Some of these calls are ridiculous, but that is the burden of an MVP. It's it's his specific burden. It's like he's just going to have to. JaVale had the great point the other day that he's going to have to win a championship and then he'll get the calls. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. But um, I I do want to say, too, you know, like. The first ever five-time NBA champion that still doesn't get called. If you don't like the NBA and you heard that, you're like. He has to win before he gets right. fouled. If you were an alien who just, came down and yeah, had like, never watched like, an NBA game before, can he just get before? fouled and get fouled well, calls? It, or no? Yeah, it's like to get rich in this country, you just got to get rich. First. I was going to say it's kind of like life you're, if you really want to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say my strong guess, fellas, is that. Michael Malone has a better feel for his relationship with Jokic and what might strain yeah, that sure relationship that. than we do. I feel like I have a, a pretty good read on yeah, To be fair, I'm only rooting that take in reality. Uh, Nikola Jokic on the notion that he and teammates are too focused on officiating. Quote, the whole 30 teams are complaining and whining, so we are just one of them. That's, that, that part's also, <laughs> that's that part true. also that true. That part is true. I actually think every star <laughs> complains as much as Jokic does. Yeah. Um, you know what it is? Euros are more demonstrative. Because like if you ever go abroad where you don't speak the language, yeah, like, you're so much. You talk with gestures yeah, so much more. Like, Zavelli. Zavelli. <laughs> uh, Michael Porter Jr. on the second half. I remember going out in the third quarter with like three minutes left, and we were up 14, and then all of a sudden they were up like 10. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of how I felt too. He, uh, yeah, because that's what happened. He you did hear, say. You guys hear that? The siren? My favorite part about being here on Colfax, the sirens. It's human dis- distress. Nature's healing. Nature's <laughs> healing. It just adds the texture I like. Uh, Porter did add, guys, that this is the kind of game that, for his, in his opinion, you just bury it and move on, um, at least from his individual perspective. 
And then okay. finally, uh, one more update I think a lot of you want. Michael Porter Jr. on the potential injury to that shooting hand he was shaking out. Quote, I didn't injure it. I tweaked it, but it's not anything serious. It was on my shooting hand. He kind of laughs a bit and says, but that's not why I missed 11 threes. Just one of those <laughs> nights, and hopefully I never have another night like that in my career. Uh, but like I said, the thing about me is that I'm just going to bury this and move on. Good. I mean, I think that's fine. Cool. I do hope that somebody points out some of the shots. And some of the shots. They them up. But I do think it's not like a big deal. So I mean, it wasn't a great process game from Porter, in my opinion. But also, if, like he just hits four of those open threes. We probably don't have to litigate that. So have you have you logged on to Boston Twitter? Recently, have no. you have you access seen? to Boston Twitter? Oh, unfortunately, it, it you don't need access to it. It's like, it finds you. It finds you. It finds you, man. No matter where you were hidden <laughs> on Earth, um, they have some takes on this game. I bet they have some takes on this game. Very much proof of why Jokic is not the MVP. <laughs> Just, I mean, yeah. should we talk about Tatum's field goal percentage? Whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. No one. Only two people spoke today. So yeah, what, share us your takes. You missed the show. What a. What are you um, thinking? Look. I, my understanding is that it's not uncommon for a winning streak to end in catastrophe. Like, <laughs> like wheels fall yeah. off. So true. Um, so true. You really can't streak forever. Hey, AJ. Um, <laughs> I thought from a process standpoint, not like a big picture complaint, but they've been trending down for yeah. a few games without Murray. They've blown some leads, some yeah, bad it's, habits. It's funny. This is exactly what you guys what said. Ha- no, what happened to the Avalanche. They ah. were on just an absolute holy terror, which they're back on another one. But then they had one game where they just got beat down. But who was it, AJ? Minnesota. By Minnesota. Which oh, is like, the mile. Which is a team that you just absolutely do not want to lose to if you're the Avalanche. And it just feels a million times worse. And then just the next game, you're like, all right, we're good again. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's that. Like, if they come out and they look terrible for three straight games, and we can talk about it. I, I just think, you know, this, yeah. It, Porter had an outlier bad shooting night. The bench was extra, extra bad, like with a cherry on top. And Jamal Murray didn't play, so... It is what it is. Where's Boston rank on teams you don't like to lose to? The, they're pretty high the, on my... They're number two behind really? the Lakers. Behind the Lakers? I don't have any... I don't care about them at all. They don't really? mean anything. because you lived in Boston. You have, like, good the, memories out there. I just there. don't care about any team in the East. I just don't... Yeah. It's like another league to as me, far yeah, as yeah, exactly. Like, Back I, East, the Celtics are Philly, the Lakers to you guys. Seeing the takes flying tonight from the big timers out in Boston, I was just like, my God, these... <laughs> oh, it's a The nightmare. narrative shifters, shapers that are... Nobody in the there. green and white would ever do that. No, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, for me, it's like lose to the Lakers sucks the most. The Jazz sucks the second. The Trailblazers sucks yeah. the third the Clippers, and then, like, basically every team in the West, and then, the I mean, the, who cares? No. the Celtics, who cares? Like, Philly's the only team in the East that's even just on my mind. Yeah, yeah and it's only because of Embiid versus yeah, Jokic. Exactly. Well, it's a drag to be starting out the week on an L, but, you know what, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, another game. It is the nice thing. You get to shake it off. And, shake it off, baby. You know? Oh, I have one more take. Okay. The biggest issue with this team right now, in my opinion, of course, the bench rotations, and I do think that entire issue is mitigated a bit naturally in the playoffs by just everyone leaning on their top five guys. Doesn't mean it's not an issue. Doesn't mean it's not something they want to figure out before the playoffs. But like if you had to choose as far as issues go, like figuring out the back three guys on the bench is like a good one going into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. First world problem. There you go. It is first world. Totally. Smuggit's problem, baby. Yeah. Thanks everybody for riding smuggled. with us. You see, it's a loser's lounge. It's been a while since we've been here, but you're in the chat. You're here. Yeah. You're you're a real one. We always I, say do, that. I feel better. You guys feel better? I do. I was like I was down in the dumps. After this lounge? Yeah. I didn't really do it. I just sat there and waited for the But after hearing from Malone? (laughs) Yeah. Having some time to process. After hearing from Malone. Sort of putting things in perspective. I'll tell you what. This couldn't have been a better 
day to have this result, the early Sunday game. So nice out? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, just like everyone log off tonight, you know? Like go home and just log off. Watch a TV show. Yeah, watch, read a book. Enjoy some family time. Up, Enjoy you know, clean out the bird feeders, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch this Avs dub and pretend it was the Nuggets and move on with my life. I think I'm going to fertilize the, the yard, maybe do a little, um, you know, little garden prep. Same. And, and Sunday I, afternoon people are asking if Smug Life is over. No, it is not. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> it's just starting. We're just That's, begging for that next loss. The greatest We're thing begging. about Smug Life is that uh, it powers on. Smug finds a way. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Guys, right now is a great time to register for classes at MSU Denver Online. They've got something for everyone, and they're willing to work with you if you've got somewhat of an odd schedule and you're trying to go back to school and take classes. If you've got a job on the side, the teachers at MSU Denver Online can work with you with that. They're great at what they do. They really care about their students. You can get a, a great education at MSU Denver Online, and it doesn't have to break the bank. It's super affordable also. So no matter what type of student you are, first time freshman or maybe you're going back to school to finish up your degree check out their course list msudenver.edu backslash online